All right, it's 8.43. It is time for Personal Mastery with Dr. Tepiso Matenji. This is a weekly segment. We do this because we all need to talk to someone and we all need to listen to somebody who can give us some nuggets of how to manage the various life situations we find ourselves in. Mm. Today we're talking about family betrayal and then having to build relationships, sometimes new relationships with newly found family members. So there was a secret... Maybe, you know, somebody didn't tell you that you're someone's child and all of a sudden that's an element of betrayal and then you have to build relationships with these newfound family members. In fact, we got a letter here. I mean, mm-hmm. this, this, this conversation today was inspired by a letter which we got from one of our listeners. It says, hi, Metro team. I'd like to remain anonymous for this one, please. I would like to tackle the conversation around forgiveness and rebuilding relationships with family. Mm. I've recently discovered that my mother is actually my aunt And she has been raising me all these years because her sister, my actual mom, who I thought was my aunt all these years, abandoned me as a child. I love my adopted mom, biological aunt, and understand her position, but can't help but feel betrayed. The bigger problem, though, is building a relationship with mom. I'm struggling with letting her in, and I don't know how to go about doing this. Dr. Matenchi, good morning. Thank you so much for your time. I just read that letter to, to get us into it. I mean, where do we start here? Oh, I think we've lost Matenchi. Can we try and get her back, please? The line ain't good either. I mean, I, I totally relate to this, yeah. especially just my own personal story. Um, having to discover later on in life that, you know, my, my biological father decided to take his own direction in life when I was very young. Sure. And having to um, have him come back into my life and reconnect with him and then try and build, still to this day, a relationship with uh, his family, which is in essence my family. Mm. How hard is it? Has it been? Or does it feel it's getting old? Perhaps you, you've you got this light or, or this weight lifted off your shoulders, perhaps. There's a big part of weight lifted off my shoulders. Yeah. I think even spiritually, mm. uh, there's a big um, connection there because you need to know who you are mm. in order to know where the light that is meant for you is. Sure. Right, so that's a big part of it, but it's a process, and I'm kind of dealing with different things at the same time. See me as a waiter with five different plates on one tray. Sure, yeah, just kind of you know going with it. Yeah, um, but it is well with my soul. Doctor Matenchi, good morning. Good morning, family. I'm so sad. I missed a, ch- a chunk of what you were saying, and you were just getting into it, introducing the topic. I'm so sorry about that. Nah, it's all good. These lines are terrible. Uh, we're just relaying this letter from anonymous who. What's just saying that they are finding it difficult to um, deal with the realities of the fact that, you know, her aunt is not actually her aunt and, um, and instead her mom sort of abandoned her when she was a child. And now, you know, they've got to kind of deal with that uh, in whatever way and then yeah. still uh, navigate life with building relationships with people that they're supposed to be building relationships with. So where do we start when we are dealing with some degree of family betrayal and having to build these new relationships? Um, it's, a, it's a very traumatic thing, especially when you have to live with the person who has broken your heart and you actually realize there's an entire system of a family that has maintained this lie that this um, yeah, writer has, has said to us. And so it becomes very difficult to actually feel like you can trust people. But I want to remind people that when you have been hurt and you actually realize it's more than, there's an entire system behind it, it's more than one person. Your trajectory for healing, your healing journey, 
is very individual, it's very unique to you, and it's going to very much be dictated by your own process, your own personality, and whatever additional traumas you might have from childhood, whatever other experiences that have actually created the blueprint for how you deal with pain, rejection, betrayal, and all the sorts of uh, emotional distresses that might happen in your life. But it's also an opportunity for you to learn to overcome certain things. So you're going to have to be able to take the time. And that might mean you detach, you take care of yourself, you actually find yourself the space to just deal with you and not have to deal with everybody in the family. You might need to take, um, um, to be able to remove yourself physically, but you also need a, a, a safe space to be able to express what you're feeling, to speak your truth, to talk about what you're feeling, to talk about what happened to your lived experience, to somebody who will empathize, but also give you the space for you to vent and explore all the breath and extend the emotions before they actually start telling about what to do. And that might take some time. But there are a few things that you need to be mindful of, that life happens even as you are grieving and you're going through your healing journey. Life happens. And so certain things be mindful of not doing. One of those is you are not your feelings. Yes, you are hurt, you've been betrayed, but you are not your feelings. So resist the urge to stay in unhealthy and unhelpful emotions and let those emotions dictate your actions and dictate your decisions. Because when you are hurt, you tend to be very vulnerable and it it becomes a knee-jerk reaction to want to protect yourself and then even to lash out or be able to act out what you are feeling and maybe even act in revengeful ways. And sometimes you're going to be destroying much more than you're building and you might find out years later that what you did at that moment, you cannot take it back. Mm -hmm. So as you take the time to deal with your things, recognize that dealing with your emotions, but doesn't necessarily mean you have to relate in action that makes you feel like you're better. So don't indulge over too much in you being hurt and wanting to get even. Take the time to be able to allow yourself to come up with a plan of how you want to engage going forward, what you want to change, what you want to communicate, how you want people to be able to treat you, and where are the things that you feel you want to salvage and you don't want to destroy the relationship going forward. Mm. It's personal mastery this morning. Um, interesting conversation we're having here. If you're listening in, you can just listen. Maybe you want to comment. That's fine. But you don't have to even if you relate to this. But just be a part of it one way or the other. Family betrayal and building relationships with newly found family members. It's a part one. We continue shortly. We're back on Personal Mastery with Dr. Tipi Samadenshi, psychologist, life coach, personal change catalyst. Breaking down and diving into the conversation about family betrayal and building relationships with newly found family members. Uh, Dr. Matenshi, Lindy has a question. Good morning, Doc. Mm-hmm. I hope you're well. Hey, I'm very well, Mr. Rami. My question is around, I mean, I hear you saying take time out to deal with your grief, right? And deal mm-hmm. with this betrayal. But does it really change anything when you go back to interacting with those very same family members that betrayed you? So say, for example, I've taken time out to deal with it, Mm -hmm. but my interactions with those people has not changed from the time that the news was broken to me. Mm -hmm. So So, what really does that taking time out, what does it help with? So recognize that just because you've taken the time and you say, I have dealt with it, doesn't mean when you're going to engage with people, it's going to be hunky-dory like old times. Mm -hmm. It can change. It can even change from a place where day one, when you engage with them, you're not even making eye contact. You're not even communicating a lot. You're holding back. You're not even revealing too much of yourself. You're not revealing your vulnerable side. But you find that progressively over time, you're able to laugh. You're able to share a joke. You're able to actually take a comment that is like a slight comment that that somehow uh, humorizes what happened the previous, about what, the, the incident, right? So allow yourself to let it progress. It doesn't have to be hunky-dory from the beginning. Mm-hmm. The thing is, when you are taking the time and you are 
are working on healing. It's about you recognizing what do I need to be okay? What do I need to be whole again? To, to feel the Kimberly hole that has been uh, uh, created as a result of this realization. And you might find that you find that you want to find trust. You want to be loved unconditionally. You want people who are going to be honest with you. You want people who are going to be truthful with you. You want family that you know you can rely and depend on. And if that's the case, it's not everybody necessarily in the family betrayed you. You might find that in this situation, there's others who are able to say, I understand what you're going through. It's okay. They're able to be your confidant and hold your hand and even pro- provide some kind of supplement for the, some of the needs that you have. Mm. The key thing is you take that time to fill that hole. And then how you choose to engage going forward, it is your decision as well. Don't overextend yourself and then try to make everything okay when you are not yet okay. It's mm. okay for you to say, I, I, I can't laugh about it right now. I can't, I can't come to the family gathering. I'm not going to bring the cuckoo anymore. You'll see to finish how you're going to bring the cuckoo at the next event. I'm only going to come to my door with my nails all done and just come and appear and then leave us there a few minutes. That is okay. But don't stay there for too long. When we know you've dealt with it, you're going to progress and you're going to progress in a way that shows adaptation, that shows growth, mm-hmm. that shows you thriving, post-traumatic thriving. Not just healing, but that you're thriving. You're even a better person mm-hmm. and the quality of relationship is improved. That's how we know that you are actually healing. The other thing, Doc, um, I want to throw to you as we sort of wrap the conversation is, how do you respond to somebody who says, I, I want to shut that door? So I've discovered something about either who my father is or my mother or whatever the story may be. But you know what? I'm just going to shut that door. I'm, I'm so angry and I'm too hurt to even reconnect. I don't even see the need. I'm fine where I am and the way my life is set up from a family point of view. More often, a person who says that they're actually going to reference other things that have happened on top of the straw that broke the camel's back. You might find there's been a commonly accumulative experience of toxic relationships, toxic experiences, and they've just been thinking, and it is okay when you get to the decision and realize, I'm okay with this relationship, I am done, I am moving on. That is okay. The thing is, we know if it is okay with you when you continue thriving, when the best version of you continues developing. So you severing relationships, burning down bridges, and it still arrests you and traps you in trauma, then you haven't really moved on. You might have not been speaking to those people, but clearly you are dying on the inside. Mm. So we have to go deeper into what it is that post-trauma thriving looks like. Because some of us, we stay in the healing journey for 40 years, we never get there. And you find that on your deathbed or people are dying, you are regretting. Mm. Because you never really dealt with the things that you need to deal with. Absolutely. Doc, we're going to pause it there for today, but there is a part two, which I'm absolutely happy about because this is a conversation that many of us need to be a part of. Dr. Tepisoma Denji, she's uh, on Personal Mastery every Tuesday after 8.30. Otherwise, she's also an Instagram searcher and check out her videos. We appreciate your time. The Bridge is coming up next.